perfect. All right. I think we're on. Okay. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. I was like, we're not can you say? I'm Steven Diego. I'm Emily. I'm Christine. Christine, move in. Mm. Sorry, guys, for everybody who is listening to this podcast right now, we are live on Facebook as well. Um, you know, and we are on camera, so just kind of make sure everybody's in together. This is Breaking Down the Breakdown. And for today's super special episode, I say it's super special because I have my roommate <laughs> and our other good friend. Honestly, guys, it's pandemic, okay? These are the people I live with. Bubble, um, bubble, bubble. This is our bubble. Um, very limited to the people that I can see. Um, I'm wearing fake glasses. <laughs> Maybe I'm I shouldn't wearing, have said that. Now I just look like an I asshole. Like I'm, gonna take it out. I'm, take it I'm out. wearing real glasses. Okay, perfect. Because I can't uh, see. Here, do you want to wear my fake glasses? Oh, yeah. All right, perfect. I, see. I can't see. Welcome, guys. Hello, Facebook viewers. Remember, if you at any moment want to join in on the talk, feel free to re- just type on the chat, ask us questions. But for today's episode... Um, I know that the show deals with mental health issues and, you know, day-to-day issues that you have, how it affects your, how can I say this? Your everyday life. Well, not just that. <laughs> There's a specific word that I'm oh. thinking about, but yes, right? Yeah. But it's more like your psyche. Your existence. Yeah. Right? Your, your existence. I like that. Um, and I was thinking about this because I was just hearing them downstairs when I was playing games and they were just laughing and they were just doing whatever downstairs and I was like how are they so cordial not even just that they're way past the point of cordial how are they so good and you're probably wondering why I'm saying this it's because they used to date oh gross I mean oh (laughs) (laughs) right and for me it's like you know I've always heard of exes being friends but Every time that's come up, I've always thought of, you know, just very, like, civil, like, Christmas and birthdays. It's like me and my ex, actually just birthdays, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> not Christmas. Not Christmas. Um, so it's one of those things where I'm like, well, this is, this is really an interesting dynamic. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to ask them a few questions because there might be other people out there who may want to continue a friendship with their exes and it might actually be both parties wanting this but are scared that the other person might think it's something else the other person might feel like you know like i don't want that yeah so and this is why i brought these guys on here so if you guys have any questions for christine and emily let us know but let's get this show started <laughs> you can wear the glasses, by the way. Like, oh, okay. I don't look good on my no, face. Like, okay. It's too round. It makes me my face look more round. Love it. So, All right. Yeah. So, my thing is this, right? I remember when y'all were ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is kind of weird saying this. Throwback. Uh, throwback. I know. I'm so sorry to bring you guys back to this, but you know, I hope you guys knew that I was going to ask these things. Um, did you? Did any of you think that you would actually still maintain a friendship? And like really maintain the friendship not initially yeah not initially i thought that like i don't know we never see each other again just the way like i don't know i just the pessimist to me i guess just like thought the worst but what about you christine i thought we'd still be friends yeah yeah (laughs) because i mean she has experience being friends with exes i don't so i've never had that before (laughs) 
So, like, for me, you break <laughs> up, and then you don't see each other again. Maybe you see each other a year later, like, once a year or something. But, like, I never maintained a close friendship with any of my exes. So oh, I didn't okay. think, like, based on my experience. No. That it would material. Okay. No, I thought that was it, and I'll never see her again. One of my best friends is my ex, so... <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so I guess there's different types of people. There's people like Emily, who, you know, are just kind of like, okay, well, that's that chapter's closed. Yeah. I'm gonna keep that closed. Yeah. And then there's you. Yeah. Or that chapter is closed, but it's a book, so let's write a new one. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, it's kind of like, if you want to stay in my life and be friends with me, like, that's fine. Like, I'm down for it. And we'll see where it goes. Like, we'll stay friends. But if you don't want to, I'm not going to force you, like... Right. If you want to leave, then leave. There's the door. I'll hold it open for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she asked me. She's like, if you don't want to be friends with me anymore, it's fine. Like, I get it. And I was like, no, I do. Like, Okay, so that, I'm, and I guess that was a turning point for you then, because I guess you've never really had that option with your other exes. Or no, like, it was never really talked about, but it was just how it was, you know? Like, come get your stuff and then get out of my life, you know? Like, that's how it goes. That's a, that sounds like... Such a terrible, ter- what the fuck? Like, how did- it's kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, like, how did your, okay, well, I'm guessing your relationship did not end that well with these ones. Um, no, not so much. Not okay. so much. But with this one, it was... Yeah, that's that's the thing, too, is that it, we didn't end on bad terms. Right. It was nothing like, no one, like, betrayed anybody. Nobody, mm-hmm. like, did anything really bad. It was just... It just, it just, better as friends, I guess. Yeah, better as friends. Personally, I'm just yeah. not ready to be in a relationship. I'm not in that point in my life where I can maintain that and also, like keep my mental health in check, so. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. also, I wasn't ready for a relationship. Like, because I wasn't completely over, 100% over my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, I rushed into it a little too fast, and, like, that was my fault. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that. And sh- did you apologize to her for that? Yes, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm just panning the fucking flames here, okay? Actually, yeah, like, I didn't even remember. I'm like, I think I did. <laughs> Oh, I'm just so. being an asshole. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Like, I o- I always own up to my mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do, like, 99, 95% of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> 95% of the time. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm a human being. I do, yeah. I still, like, have days where, like, I don't want to own up to my mistakes. Like, who does, like, who does that? I mean, who, like, I mean, who doesn't do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> yes, you know what? The, there's still small things that I don't yeah. like. You know, okay, like sometimes at work, I work at Starbucks, I accidentally put Splenda instead of Stevia in a coffee. And it took me so long to make that coffee. I'm on drive through and I'm just yeah. like, let me just add a Stevia. <laughs> you know, and it's one of those things where I was like, I feel so bad. Yeah. I don't want to own up to it. But it's funny because as of lately, I've I've been like, fuck, I can't do this, and I yeah. have to dump the whole thing, and I'm like, oh my god, there goes my time, but I, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, that's me, like, I can't not own up to it, I'll just feel guilty for the rest of my life, like, yeah. I can't, even the smallest thing, like, making that kind of mistake. It comes back to haunt you. Yeah, yeah. it does, like, I just think about, like, oh my gosh, I should have told that person that I did this by accident, or I, you know, I broke this, or I did that, like, I can't be like, oh no, I don't know what happened, or, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, no. yeah, honestly, same, like, I, it'll eat away at me. Right, like, I, I can, like, I can let it go for two minutes, and it comes back. Yeah. Like, if the yeah. same drink comes back, I'm just like, hey, remember when you... And I'm just kind of like, oh my god, here it goes. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't I know really who don't. Steven is. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, okay, but, but like, do you, that's why, you know how, like, I always ask him, like, hey, can I use this? Or like, hey, can I borrow? That's right. why I always ask you, because that's how my mind thinks. It's okay. like, you can't just take it. You have to ask. Because if I just take it, I feel like I stole it. Right. 
Sorry. Even if you like wash it and put it back, and you never knew, you still know that you took it without asking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, which brings me to the next question then. Um, for me, I feel like with the exes that you have failed to maintain a friendship with, and I, I'm pretty sure there's a few exes you've had that you're just kind of like a no, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it kind of like has there been events that happened in the past that? It's like what we were saying that we kind of like didn't really own up to that we felt like maybe contributed to that toxicity of the relationship. Mm. Like her, mine and her relationship. No, like your other relationship. Oh, in your relationship. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like um. With my ex before her, like I did some things too that weren't. How do you say? <laughs> That weren't very positive, let's just say that. And I really didn't want to own up to it. Like, I knew what I did was wrong. And I owned up to it to myself, but Mm -hmm. never to other people. Right. Because I didn't want to look like the bad guy. So, I wanted to be like, I I wanted them on my side, so I never owned up to anything that I did. Oh. That's why. Okay. But later on, I realized, like, that's... That's not really, like, how I should be living my life. Yeah. Like, that is not up to my morality, and that is not up to my standards of how I want to live my life. And, like, that's me basically throwing away my value. Exactly. Because yeah. you're not that kind of person. Yeah. You know, you so, never have later on, I, I uh, what do you call this? I owned up to it. Nice. I owned up to the things that I did. I opened up and, like, yeah, so I did this, 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 and that. But, so, like, it's not just their fault. It's also my fault. Yeah. What about you, Em? Um, yeah, I think so. I think with my last relationship before her, there was definitely some lack of communication on my part, like not really being upfront about what I needed or what I wanted or just like my feelings in general. So I don't really know if I really owned up to it. I think we spoke recently-ish, and I think I might may have mentioned it, but at the time I definitely wasn't ready to or wasn't really seeing like you know what I did wrong. I was just seeing what the other person did wrong. Right. But yeah, for sure it's, it's I, hard. I like that. That's... Ugh. That hits too close to home. It's like, yeah. what it's always what what they did to us, right? But we never really realize what we've done to them. Yeah. yeah. But I'm guessing that both of you have sort of had that closure with what you've done to each other. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. And that's why this is kind of like smooth sailing. It's like mm-hmm. we're fucking great friends. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. It doesn't feel like one person's at fault or more than the other because like we realize that there's mistakes on both parts and you know there's mm-hmm. some growing up we both need to do and work on ourselves. So. Damn. Yeah. Well, For shit. Sure. I, I I hope everybody gets that kind of a. <laughs> maturity within their relationship now or the next one yeah (laughs) it's nice i mean it's really hard at first yeah because it's like because my personality i'm not the type to confront people i don't like confrontations i don't like conflicts if i can avoid it i will avoid it and i will do everything in my power to avoid it but sometimes you just gotta go for it right like you have to because that's the only way you can resolve it any kind of issues. Sorry, I'm just updating this. <laughs> no problem. This keyboard is amazing, by the way. Right? It just, I it's know, so nice. It's beautiful. It's everything I've ever wanted in my life. 
All right. Remember, guys, if you have any questions at all, you want to have your input. If any of you that are watching right now has had experiences with being friends with your ex, good or bad, you know, feel free to type it in the comments. Feel free to call us on Messenger right now. <laughs> we're like, we're taking caller number yeah. one. Yeah. It's going to be one of those nights. We're going to have a telephone. Exactly. Hello? Like, hello? Hello? Hello, everybody? All right. So on to my next question then. Um, and I have to ask this because I feel like this um, a lot of people gets affected by this um when you first started becoming friends again after the, in a, the breakup how did that feel um to be honest it didn't okay so it didn't really feel like we were friends it still felt like we were still kind of a thing mm. like we were it was really hard for us to find that boundary between being friends and being a, being a couple mm-hmm. like it what it's it wasn't just until like recently where we finally found that boundary. Yeah. Before it was like it was just a mess. It was messy. Yeah, until, it was like, just really September. messy. Yeah. yeah. Bitch, I know. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard. Just yeah. really hard in a lot of ways too. Like it was it was painful for me actually. I, I, you know what? Like, I actually wanted to ask you because I know her side mm-hmm. and I know how she felt, but I never really got the chance to see it from your perspective, right? Yeah. Like were there times where you were like, is this even worth it to continue a friendship with her? Mm, no, I never really felt that. Okay. But it was just like, am I ready was what it was, what, what it was, okay. I guess. So it's always been like, you do want to be friends. It's yeah, just that that, there was never right a doubt in my mind, but it was just, it was just, am I ready right now? Like, is my heart healed right. enough to continue this and like, you know, to do that right now? Like, I wasn't, I never doubted that I wanted it for sure, like... I really value her as a friend, but it was painful at the start, for sure. But, I mean, shit, you guys got over it in, like, how many months? Like, I don't know. I don't know. My, day, my days are so, like, melded together yeah, that I don't know. she just started know. waking up at, in the morning now. <laughs> yeah. And it's waking up at night. Oh, my God. But, yeah, because, like, it's only been months since you guys broke up, and you guys are... Yeah. It's, like, the dynamic is great. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I hear your little banters. It kind of scares me sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie because I'm like, oh shit, are they going to fucking get into a brawl? Like, it's like like X's fight and I hear about yeah. that. Like, like yeah. it hasn't been like that. No. Do you feel like, because I know that when you guys were in your relationship, you've helped each other out mm-hmm. immensely with your mental health issues. I mean, you've both been on the show, you know, mm-hmm. you've been on the show talking about your BPD. Mm-hmm. You've been on the show talking about your anxieties and your depression. Um, a lot of people, I feel like, are so scared to break up with their significant other who's dealing with, you know, mental health issues. Yeah. Because they're scared that they're going to go off onto that deep end, go off mm-hmm. onto that, I'm going to kill myself if yeah. this didn't end, right? Like, yeah. Did that ever cross your mind? Because when, when you guys were ending your relationship, has that ever crossed your mind that I'm scared this might happen? Um, yes, it did cross my mind, but I also knew that she's n- she's not that stupid. <laughs> I also Dude, knew that you can't say it's stupid. No, it's I disease, mean like right? no, I mean like no, I mean like she's not stupid enough to like think about like oh I'm gonna kill myself over somebody person, over another yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Like I know she's not that stupid. Like she's a very smart girl, right. and 
yeah so like i just but i did just explain to him like hey like i am dealing my own mental health stuff i thought i could um help you too but i'm starting to take on um your mental health stuff and start thinking of it as my responsibility to fix it right and it just was not working for me and it just started taking a toll on my mental health and so i just i explained everything to her and she understood she understood so it just i just told her that like we just need space and we need to grow separately mm-hmm. and how did you feel about that yeah, I mean, it was hard in the moment because it felt really personal at the moment. Like, I felt like it was my fault. Right. But I, as we as we talked more and she explained it more, I realized, like, it wasn't. It was, it was also, like, you know, it was a her thing, not, like, an enemy thing. Like, it was it was both no. of us. So, But initially, it was hard, but it was never, like... Like, of course, I would have, like, a, a semi-breakdown about it because no, it was something... Sure. You know, I wasn't expecting it to end so soon, so it was, it was hard at first, for sure. But it wasn't life-ending, you know? Like, once you realize, especially the fact that we may remain friends and we were in it together, like, we were healing together, that, like, kind of helped to have her there as a support. Because, like you said before, we always helped each other with mental health and stuff. So she was, like, <laughs> it's funny enough, like, through the breakup, she was the one there supporting me through it, you know? Like, and I knew I could get through it because we were going through it together, you know? And and it helped. That's, yeah. Wow. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wasn't so toxic. Maybe my ex and I would still be. <laughs> no, you're not toxic. I was though. I really was. And you know, like, if you're watching this or listening to this by some chance, you know, I mean, we we have. I think we have a pretty decent relationship right now. Like, you know, we only yeah. talk to each other once a year, so it's nice. Yeah. But you know, and I felt like that's always what I wanted with a breakup. Um, with being friends with an ex, right? Because, like, my ex was my first, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And we were together for five and a half years. Oh, and it's a long time. Yeah, it is a long yeah. fucking time. So, and I figured this is also maybe why it's hard for us to be friends because mm-hmm. there's just so much. Mm-hmm. There's so much there. There's so much weight. But, and, you know, like, I clearly, like, you guys are great. Like, so discussion isn't going to be about the two of you and your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But, for me, one of the biggest things that still haunts me at night is, it's like when you said, when you start to realize after you stop blaming them and you start to take on your responsibilities and your flaws and mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. I started noticing that majority of our fights were because of me. Mm-hmm. Majority of our disagreements were because of me. Majority of the letdowns, like I, when I felt let down, was because of me. I never let my ex down. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it was one of those things where it was me, 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 me. Yeah. That it started taking its toll on me and started making me feel like, holy shit, I'm a terrible human being. Mm. Right? Because I can treat other people amazingly. Mm-hmm. How come I never treated my ex like this? Yeah. And I started to, you know, kind of like, I started to unravel. And, you know, that really contributed to my decline in my mental yeah. health. And now that I find out that you know, I've had OCD all along, it all made sense, you know? Mm. I ruminated over things that weren't even real. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I felt so bad because when I would talk about my problems, like with my closest friends, but thankfully I only told my problems to my closest friends that I was able to rectify it. But every time I would talk about my problems, it felt, you know, like, like, my ex was super insensitive. It felt like my ex never cared. Mm. Yeah. But how can a person care about something you don't know what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have to tell them. Right? Yeah. And not just that. It's like, 
majority of it, it was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, now, more than ever, I felt like, damn, like, my ex was a amazing human being for being able to stay five and a half years with somebody who was mentally unstable. Yeah. You know? For me to not know there was a diagnosis I need to take care of, for me to not know that there was, you know, I'm going through a serious potentially debilitating mental health issue yeah and this person was able to stay by my side for five and a half years after everything i put this person through yeah like i felt like shit but you realize that now and you're changing for the better so i am right i just really wish that you know like i could apologize to this person in person and you know yeah. COVID makes it hard like you know I can yeah. send a text but you, you it's, can it's one day you will yeah and yeah. Mike's only like reading long shit <laughs> so you know but now and that's my question then it's mm. has there ever been a relationship in the past for you guys where you wanted to kind of just you know like not go back in time but mm-hmm. let's revisit this person and just kind of be like hey actually things were like this, mm-hmm. like that, because you felt like maybe you owed them the explanations that they can feel better about themselves. Because that's my thing, is that I felt like I put this cloud on my ex. Yeah. And tainted the way my ex thought about themselves. Yeah. Has there been a time or a person where you feel like you've done that to? Or were you that person that you feel like, at the end of the day, I really feel like I wasn't that kind of person that they painted me out to be? Yeah, I think so in a sense, but mm-hmm. I don't really have much experience with relationships to be honest. Like I haven't had very many, so I don't really have much to say. So go ahead. Um, for me, it's the latter. It's not the prior. It's the latter. It's more like, cause I've I've just come to a real- realization that I'm not trying to sound like such like. Top shit bitch here. (laughs) Top shit bitch. (laughs) She a rapper now. No, but like, I was the one who, who got away for him. It's not the other way around. I've always thought it was the other way around. I've always thought he was the one that got away from me. But then the more I thought about it, because I really sat and thought about the whole situation, our whole relationship... And the, di- the dynamic that we had, everything that had happened between us. And it was kind of... And then it... Because towards the end of our relationship, like the past year, I just... I stopped treating him and serving him the way that I did. Serving. That is a big word, my people. Yes. Serving. <laughs> what do you mean by serving? Well, basically... Okay, not serving, but like I was basically acting like his wife. Oh, that sounds like, like the word serving. That's yeah, what I wanted to elaborate <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I like, felt like, wait a minute. Yeah, like I was basically his wife. He treated me like his wife. I acted like his wife. So, like at the beginning of the year, I did everything for him. I would clean his room, um, organize his drawers, make sure he's got food on the table uh, right after he gets home from work. Uh, make sure there's coffee for him in the morning by the time he wakes up and I would I wouldn't eat until he would get home so that he has somebody to eat with even though his mom's telling me you don't have to wait for him just eat I'm like no it's okay I'm gonna wait for him so he has somebody to eat with and I did everything for that like all of that for him and 
yeah, and then I just, I would spend my money to for him, there, and all that stuff. And then, towards the end of the year, just, because he just, he did too much. Like, he did too much. He missed name-calling, just mistreated me, like, a lot of things. And that's when I'm kind of like, you know what, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Like, and I told him from the very beginning of our relationship, you can treat me however you want to treat me, but just know. The way you treat me is how I'm going to treat you. Or ten times worse. Because I don't take shit from anybody. Right. And so, there's that. And then he started complaining. He's like, you don't make me my coffee anymore. You don't do this anymore. You don't do this anymore. I'm like, gee, I wonder why. Ask yourself that. And then, but I did still do some things for him. I still did the laundry. I still made sure there's food for him. Right. Like, I still did the bare minimum. Still fucked him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, like I still did the bare minimum for him because he was my boyfriend and we've been together for a few years. So yeah, there's that. And then when we broke up, I was just thinking, it's like, wow, he got away. Like he's the one that got away from me because he provided me with a family. When he came into our room and he just saw me crying and he was like, why are you crying? I'm like, because I'm alone. Like, I feel lonely. I don't have a family. He was like, well, you're here with me now, with my family. I know we don't have much, but we're your family. So I remember that time. Like, I remember those times, but just the cons outweighed the pros. Of course. So it's kind of like, yeah, like it just, I got stuck on the pros. Right. And I just kept on overthinking about that. And then that's when I pulled myself back and then... I, th- I thought of all the things that I did for him, and then I'm like, okay, I did more things for him than he did me. Mm. But you know what? Like, I do want to add, right? Like, mm. I'm so glad you're speaking out about that. Yeah. Because I want to kind of peek your brain a little, right? Like, you being able to say that you realized he wasn't really going to got away, it was you, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't take away from the fact that he was great at times. Right? Yes, he was. And I'm just really happy. I'm just really proud that you're finally coming into your own. You're finally gaining that confidence mm-hmm. that you deserve, right? You're getting yeah. it back. Do you feel like in the future, like if you found somebody mm-hmm. that, you know, like you felt like, okay, I'm ready to settle down. Yeah. And they started acting like your ex. I would drop them. Yeah. I would drop them. Yep. So it wasn't, no hesitation. It's not, right. It's not even like a compromise where like, I know my worth now. This is not going to yeah. work out like this. You're not even going to be like, okay, this can't happen. We need to talk. You're just going to be like, all right, peace. I've been through this. I'm done. Yeah. That's just because that's my personality type. Like I think because with me now, before I think I even think about settling down, I want to get to know the person first. Right. Mm. So I want to make sure that I know them for at least a year. Mm-hmm. Just so that I know them well enough. And then once we're together and then they start acting like that. And I know that they're getting way too comfortable. Right. I leave. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to leave because I'm like... Because I will tell them straight up. I'm like, hey, we're going to get into this and it's going to be a serious relationship. Yeah. I want us to be courting each other for a whole year first. Get to know each other for a whole year. And I will tell them what I'm looking for and what we can compromise but if they can't do that, or if they say, yes, I can do that, and then later on they don't, I'm going to drop them. Because I've experienced 
that with my ex already and them saying oh I'm sorry I won't do it again I won't do it again because me and my ex have broken up multiple times and gone back together multiple times because he said oh I won't do it again after I've told him everything that I wanted to tell him and he said oh I won't do it again I promise I will change nothing changed mm. so fuck <laughs> yeah so it's like I'm not gonna go through that again no for sure yeah so like if you start showing signs like that after I've told you the things that I don't want that I don't like and that I'm willing to compromise with and you're not willing to compromise with it we're done that's it how do you feel about that kind of situation if you found yourself in a situation where somebody kind of treated you like that let's say you were in Christine's shoes mm -hmm. and I'm asking you this because you and Christine are <laughs> night and day <laughs> like I feel like you and I are a lot more alike in terms of how we would handle these things yeah. because I wouldn't do it the way she did Not the, like it, yeah. it's nothing against you it's yeah. actually commend you for that it's just a very different method oh for sure right like so like how would you feel if you had gone through what she had gone through but then found somebody that you were like so compatible with everything is great but started showing signs of x was like how so would you i can't really it? say for x's but i guess i can say for friendship yeah, kind of friendship similar. Is just, yeah so like last year me would have been kind of like the like let's talk about it let's try to work it out and give the person multiple chances until i finally give up you know oh. but this this year me is very different because i recently went through a breakup of sorts with a really close friend of mine someone who was my, my best friend who treated me very badly and all around like there was so many like signs and so many like things about them that like were not good for me but I kept ignoring them and kept giving them second chances and eventually it was just too much you know I had to cut them off and be like yeah I can't do this anymore no, it's not sure. good for me so now that if I were to encounter any kind of person like that again in terms of relationship friendship whatever I don't think I could do the same thing again do let's talk about it let's work it through like I would see those signs and probably just be like no if you're that kind of person like I know it's not gonna work like no like if like right away or like you know a couple months into the friendship relationship whatever i start seeing those personality traits or those like you know the actions or like just like the way that they are like you know you can't change somebody they can only change themselves so i don't know i can't say that i would even give them the opportunity to change anymore i don't know like i just feel so hurt and so like I feel like I wasted so much time on this friendship where I was just hurting myself and like I hurt myself a lot more than I used to where I just it's not worth it I would just bye and there you have it Dasha very good point which point girl yo Dasha get Agreed. get on you need this to be more show specific. <laughs> get on the show call us come join us you know come ask us questions Dasha is a good friend of mine really good friend of mine she also knows Christine yeah. Uh, how do you know each other? He's a Tandingan, bro. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you dum dum. Shout out to KZ. If you you're watching this, KZ. Yeah, yeah remember you said... Like, Shut up. Remember you <laughs> sent me? You sent me and then they gave me the... the yes, the band. Oh, the band right. thing. Good. And then I was like, hey, I'm supposed to look for Dasha. <laughs> I was like, where's Dasha? They're like, oh yeah, she's busy. I'm like, where's Dasha? That's amazing. All right, I completely forgot about that. No, but touching upon Emily's point, um, that's a great answer. And it's so funny because you're like, I don't know, but you ended it with... Yeah, I went through a journey while I was speaking. I went through a uh, yeah. journey. I was like, <laughs> "You're like, where am I gonna go with this?" Oh, that's where I'm gonna. I'm go like, with this. now I know where I'm going. And you know, and I gotta ask you again. Sorry, you just talked to me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's just um, what if? Because that's a great point. Like mm -hmm. with your friendships, I actually feel like 
a breakup with a friend is just as painful as a breakup, oh, yeah. if not more, sure. than, yeah. than an actual ex, right? Because they're the ones that know you in and out. Like, they're the ones mm-hmm. that hears about the uglies with your ex, the great things, right? Mm-hmm. But with everything. And, you know, ha- with this person, like this friend of yours, yeah. do you feel like it was so hard for you to let them go because they've been there through your mental health breakdowns? Uh, in a sense, I guess, but I guess COVID, shout out COVID, nice. helps, COVID. Me, <laughs> helps me accept it more because there was a period of like maybe four or five months where I didn't see this friend at all. And like this friend is not a great texter or communicator like when you're not in person with them. Like if you're not in front of them, they you don't, if they basically don't exist to them. Oh, so it was kind of like, it was hard to stay in contact. So I kind of went through that period of time of figuring it out on my own and like reaching out to other friends to talk when I needed to. So I wasn't relying on them that much in this moment. But it does, I, I think the longer I go without that friendship, there are moments in time where I'm going through something or like there's something I'm like, oh, I, you know, I wish I could tell this person or I wish I could talk to this person about it. So I feel that a bit. But honestly, like, this person didn't, care that much about me like I thought they did they were kind of more about themselves anyway so honestly I hate that I hate that and yeah. I hate it when you realize it too when you realize it like, even like sometimes I have issues I'm like oh I wish I could talk to them about it but then I know like I know what they would say because I know the per- this person so right. well I know it wouldn't be helpful to me you know because they wouldn't really put the time and effort into listening actively to my issues that I need right. so all in all yeah what was your question? I, I get that no like I mean like um <laughs> You and I, I was like, <laughs> what was I trying to ask you again? Uh, no, but I totally get that. Like, I, I still have friends that exist in my life where I feel like I can't talk to them at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can, mm-hmm. but some of them would just reach out to me because they had something, they have something to say. And it's totally fine. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, if you're my friend and I'm so sorry, if you, you know, in Tagalog, like, yeah, like, you know, it's like, if the shoe fits, like, I apologize. I'm not trying to say something but if you get affected by this then that's a long comment we will read Dasha's point in a bit but (laughs) you know for me it's they only want to talk to me when something's going on with their lives but the way they do it is they ask me first how I'm doing yeah and say what's going on with you but I you already know it's because they want to talk about themselves Mm -hmm. and that kind of makes me you know it makes me think about am I not being a friend enough for them to have to go down these this route of I have to go ask Steven how he's doing first before I can talk about my issues because mm-hmm. otherwise he wouldn't ask me about mine yeah right and it's kind of like this thing where I'm like so who's the bad friend is it me or is it them and I relate this to a relationship because you know and I do want to ask I mean you know this this episode is about exes and you know you guys are here but i do want to ask before we get to dasha's question hey glenn ask us questions get on the show call us if you want to be on this but has there ever been a time where you both when you guys were together felt like once you got together it was hard to communicate how you felt and not how you felt like you know like i'm tired today or whatever but how you guys were truly feeling like you mean like mentally how you were doing with your mental health and things like that that or like if there's something that happened between the two of you how you can address it without asking yourself am i overreacting you know without asking yourself how would they feel about if i voiced my opinion 
or my feelings about this. I mean, I'm an anxious person, so that's kind of what my whole life is about. Right. <laughs> kind of just thinking, am I overreacting? Am I reading into things too much, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I can't really think of anything specifically, but I'm sure there were times like that. In terms of talking about how I was feeling mentally when it didn't concern the relationship, I, there was no problems with that. Like, I felt okay. really open to saying, you know, that's like, cool. I'm having a rough day, or this is going on in my family life, or this is going on with my friends, and I'm, you know, conflicted about it. Like, I had no problems talking about now, that. Now, do you feel like when you had those days, you failed to neglect? she felt because you were so into your um, I mean emotions. I guess so because ultimately that was the, you know the problem I kind of made my problems her problems I guess too much I don't know how do you feel about that Christine uh what wait I fucking knew it I <laughs> fucking knew it I knew she was gonna be like <laughs> wait, wait I was ben. listening I was listening I bitch don't know a little bit hello Ben Ben <laughs> Ask us questions if you... I just zone over a little bored. bit. Uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. no, okay, I know what happened. Um, So, just a little bit, like, I felt just a little bit neglected. Mm-hmm. Even though she did, apo- she always apologized, like, at the end of the day. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm freaking out too much, or I'm taking it all out on you, da 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 And I just thought, like, it's fine. Even though I know that it wasn't fine, because mm-hmm. I was, I was like, "Oh God, how do I fix this?" And then I'm like frantically sitting, frantically sitting—is that even a thing? But like I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm like sitting very intensely. <laughs> yeah, I'm like sitting and frantically like looking for ways to like help help her, like help um, get rid of her problems for her, and I didn't really. What do you call this? I didn't communicate that with her. I didn't communicate with her that, hey, like, your problem is kind of stressing me out. Yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. So there was no way for me to know that, you know, yeah. I was, it was too much. That's the thing, yeah. So it was communication at the end of the day. Yeah. It was my problem. Communication, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Damn. Communication. Honestly, you thought the C word for, you know... Would be COVID, <laughs> but really the C word that kills is communication. communication. My goodness! All right, let's get to these uh, questions before. Okay, Dasha says, not too sure who said it, but when you experienced it already before and you mentioned to your partner what you like and what you can both change, and if they say they will change it, and after a while still the same, then drop that motherfucker. All right, oh, that was moi. That was Christine's Amen. reaction. Oh, mm-hmm. Dasha, yes. Dasha's not holding back. Mm-hmm. A question about ex friends with benefits. Oh, this is. I, I wasn't going to ask anything. I'm going to keep that off topic because I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been more than a year since we stopped and still message from time to time, either flirt for a laugh or just to ask how I'm doing. We would joke around about our future. Not super consistent, but it makes me wonder does he just want sex or want more than that? I don't want to ask him yet since I'm not in a rush and I also can't handle a relationship right now since this pandemic, no point. That's a good mm-hmm. question. Dasha, I... You know, <laughs> I was going to be like, I had a lot of fuck, uh, fuck buddies. I actually don't. I have stayed largely abstinent after my ex. Um, but, you know, from a guy's perspective... Actually, no. This is from anyone's perspective, really. Like, I mean, I've had people in the past, like, 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 um, people that I've met before my ex, that after me and my ex broke up, you know, kind of hit me up, and we would flirt, you know, maybe, you know, kind of, <laughs> just 
just flirt heavily. <laughs> um, you know, no no contact whatsoever. <laughs> um, but it always ends up with the talk about sex, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, for me, it's because I'm bored. And I don't want to say this like maybe just because this guy is bored and so he's doing these things back and forth with you, especially if you guys have been you know sexually active. Um, you know, it's hard to tell because what the, what this pandemic had done, and I find this with a lot of people, um, because you know I'm on dating apps, but I'm not dating, right? Like I'm just bored and I'm just kind of like let's see who will hit me up, Same. and I actually don't even respond half the time, right? <laughs> or when I do respond, I tell them straight up, I'm like I just want friends. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, they speak of having, you know, fuck buddies, but then they want to add more, and it's just kind of like. That kind of defeats the purpose of friends with benefits, right? Um, yeah. I think uh, it's communication. You should communicate if you have questions. Don't right. worry yourself just wondering what could it be, what could they be thinking. Like, just right. straight up ask them. Right, because Dasha, like, like, like what Dasha's saying right now for people on um, Spotify or like on the podcast who, who can't read the questions like we are, um, what's the point if you like, do you like me or not? Why go back to me? I'm hella fucking far from him. But here's another thing, right? Like, maybe because you guys had such a great connection that maybe it is a friendship he's after. Maybe you are friends, right? But, you know, maybe he does miss the kind of, like, post-sex talk or, like, pre-sex talk, right? It's something to ponder because you also have to understand, you might not be the only person he's banging, right? Mm -hmm. And you might not be the only person he has this kind of relationship with or this kind of interaction with. You know, you could be one of the four, now, knowing you are one of the four, how would you feel about that? Yeah, also, um, speaking from experience, oh. it, it's just not a good idea. It's not a good idea to be in that situation. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> there's that too, yeah. yeah. And there's also, like, look for hints. Does he only message you when he wants to flirt? Like... Every time you start a conversation, like, not even, like, five minutes into the conversation, is he flirting already? Right. Those are, like, hints that you should be looking for. Because if that's how the conversation always goes, there's never, like, a platonic conversation where you just talk about anything in general. Like, you always end up flirting or talking about sex. Clearly, there's they're only after one thing. Yeah. Mm. They're only after one thing. And honestly, if... I don't know if you still have feelings for them, but if you do, you're never going to get over them unless you cut them out. And that is, that keyword is feelings because you never really said, Dasha never really said that she had feelings for this guy. Yeah. But the way that you were talking about it sounds like, sounds like you have developed something. Yeah. Right? Because going to Emily, mm-hmm. have you had... I wouldn't want to say plenty, or like, have you had, you know, friends with benefits before? Um, I guess a few times, not too, too much. Right. And was it more on the side of the benefits? Hmm. Uh, It's so hard because I feel like I really don't understand friends with benefits because I feel like what's, I I kind of, my brain kind of confuses what's the difference between friends with benefits and a relationship? Because isn't that what a relationship is? Like, you're friends with that person, but then there's also benefits. benefits. Yes. So it's kind of hard to distinguish. Like... It's like, oh, if you go out and you go shopping, whatever, do friend stuff. But, like, isn't that kind of, like, a date if you're going out and you're eating and, like, you know, hanging out? Even just, like, playing video games in your room or just, like, hanging out. Like, that's still, like, 
you know, it's really strange. And I this, don't know. See, and this is her why and I, I had a big her. argument about this. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't I try to like, understand, like, explain it to me, and she's because like, because I've what? had, I've had multiple, I've had multiple fuck buddies, and also friends with benefits. Right. So it's like, and I know the boundaries things too. Fuck buddies, they friends are. with benefits. You know what? Things. Okay. Okay, fuck buddies. They're yeah. only you only call them up. You only hit them up if you want to fuck. Oh friends boy. with benefits, people that I'm you want to like hang out with. You want to hang out with. But then later on, you want to do something with them. So this is what so friends with benefits in my mind is the same thing as a relationship, but an open relationship. Whereas you are in a relationship with them because you hang out with them and you do stuff and you have sex, but you're not limited to that one person. You can do the same thing with other people. So it's still a relationship, but it's not a closed relationship. It's open. What you don't understand is there are no romantic feelings whatsoever. It's all platonic feelings. So there you go. So that's where it differs. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I feel well, for like- me, I am on a different spectrum here where I cannot. Not I was just like, and this is why I went to her because yeah. Dasha, I feel like, is like Emily. Yeah. Right? And l- let's see what Dasha just said. He said he misses me. He never said that ever. But again, like what you said, I could be one of the four. I really do like him. He even offered to pay for my flight and etc. Oh man. Don't tease me like that if there's a fucking pandemic. I cut him. We cut each other. Then he started hollering since March. Because again, just simple convos asking how I am. Um. Honestly, Dash, there have been times where people have said to me, I miss you, but it had no weight. Mm. They miss seeing me naked, right? They miss, you know, the little, like, sexual flirtations going on, you know, the little videos or snaps that, nudies that I send, right? And that's what they miss, Mm -hmm. you know? Because ultimately, I feel like, you, me, and Emily, me to a lesser extent, because I do understand the whole fuck with, uh, fuck with benefits, fuck with <laughs> friends with benefits, and fuck buddy, and open relationships. I do understand the, the huge gap in between all yeah. those, right? But for me, and this is why I don't hook up, I know myself. Like, I, yeah. I'm an emotional player, you know? Yeah. Like, I can talk to girls and guys, Right, and I can be flirty with every single one of them, but that's why I would never sleep with any one of them, because I will end up getting feeling like, oh, we did something, and then I, there's a sense of expectation, mm-hmm. almost They're kind of like, well, if we did this, hmm, do I feel shitty that you're doing this with other people? Okay, I came to a realization. So because both of you guys date guys and girls, it's Wait, a lot different. Hang on. No, Let me no, just no, tell no. Dasha it's something. My turn, it's my turn. Hang on, I just want to tell Dasha something. Mm-hmm. Dasha, um, he might just be missing what he can receive from you and he what, can, what he can get from you. Mm. That's why he says he misses you. There you go. Alright, Emily. Okay. Um with my train of thought. Because we like guys and girls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because both of you date guys and girls, so same gender and opposite gender, and I only date same gender, right? right. So let's say a friendship between two girls and a friendship between a guy and a girl are very, very, very different. Like, a friendship between two girls is very, very intimate. Where, like, you know, it's almost like you're in a relationship without the benefits. It's, like, the opposite, where it's, like... Because, right. like, the friendship is, like, so, like... I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, like I the perfect... Um, a, a movie... I, I watched a movie, my one of my favorite movies ever, called Francis Ha, said it perfectly. They were, like, an old lesbian couple who doesn't have sex anymore. Yeah. Where they're just best friends. They're, yeah. That's actually not a gay movie, right? Like, they're, they're best friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do everything together. You know, they sleep in the same bed. Every single thing together. But platonic. 
That's mm-hmm. the thing, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, in my mind, it's really hard for me to distinguish between platonic and romantic at times, I guess. Not where I'm saying, like, oh, I'm in love with all my friends. No. But, like, the connection and how deep it is that I have some with some of my female friends. Like, you know, girls, when they're friends with each other, like, they talk about their feelings, they talk about their troubles, and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that two guys or a guy and a girl don't do that. But, like, for example, I have one friend who she wants to just have, like, friendships with, with guys without, you know, having relationships with them. But they keep... Like having crushes on her, or wanting to be with her anytime she shows them the same kind of like friendship that she shows with me. But for me, because like we're girls, and that's how we that's how we are. We talk about our feelings. We talk on the phone for hours. But if you do, if a, you, as, a, as a girl, you do that with a guy, you're gonna, you're gonna think get the wrong idea and think, oh, she's into me. Right. So it's just like the way that I like I do relationships, friendships, and relationships are very different. So like I can't. I don't it's, know. You know, it's hard. And it's, it's just different. The the great thing about it though is like um, we've come to a realization now that. The problem isn't necessarily what you identify as. Mm-hmm. Again, the problem is the big C, which is communication. Yeah. Right? Whereas people before never had to be open about, or, or, or like, you know, be really vocal about what they wanted. Now we do. Mm-hmm. Because it's funny, for years and years and years and years, this has been a huge problem between not just the straight world, you know, even like the gay world or the the, the lesbian or the bi world, right? Where people just kind of like, Oh, we're so close. Yeah. But then there's an all of a sudden there's an attraction, right? But it's because nothing was said, right? And it's like we said, that's why it's confusing sometimes. Is it platonic? Is it not? Yeah. Because nothing was communicated. I don't know if you are showing me this because you are my best friend, or you are showing me this because you want to care about me more than just a friend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So I totally get. That. Like I, there isn't a difference, and there is a difference. Like I think yeah. too, when it comes back to like, oh, how are we able to stay friends? Yeah. I feel like a lot of it is because we're both girls mm-hmm. because like our relationship would have been a lot different if one of us was a guy for example like I'm a for, guy basically <laughs> but if she was a real guy yeah well because she's not into men yeah so for example because we're both girls like our first dates her two of her friends were there and like i got to know her friends really well i'm sorry yo are yeah. you kidding me your first date you brought your friends yeah bernice and queen blue were there <laughs> Okay, no, hang on. No, 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 no. Well, no, like, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. You she need to reword that. She I hate you. Later. You need to fucking reword that, bitch. Okay, okay shut this up. is what happened. Okay, you need to shut the fuck up. Let me, let me. Okay, so this is what happened. She invited shut me. Shut the fuck up for a second. She was okay, no, no, shut the fuck up. Guys, we have neighbors. Listen, guys. Shut the fuck up. This is not the memory show. I ain't trying to be on Jerry Springer. Okay, so what happened was our actual date wasn't because there was the whole like light show in the district distillery district mm-hmm. yeah. that was supposed to be our first date mm. but like because i was so like caught up in the moment because that night me queer blue bernice and some dude she was bringing oh yeah we're we were going out to cruise and tangos okay and so i was like and i couldn't wait like i really wanted to meet her because i haven't met her in the first time and we right. just we hit it off right away and i wanted to know like can we hit it off personally so I was like, you know what? Why not wait for our? Why not like why? Why do I need to wait till Monday? Why don't I just invite her now? But like I didn't count that as our first date. Oh, okay. it was just it was the first time we go. met. Well, that's different then. I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying okay. 
That wasn't the point anyway. Okay, anyway, the point I'm just was, saying that throughout our whole relationship, like her friends were around a lot of t- a lot of the right. times and we hung out with her friends and things with her friends. For, but for example, I don't know, from what I've heard about heterosexual relationships, it's not the same thing. Where like maybe I will meet the friends of your partner, but you guys aren't all hanging out together. For example, like the guy is not going to go and hang out with the girl's friends, especially like without the, without her or like, even with her. Like it's not like, "Oh, let's go hang out with my friends all together." Like it's kind of like from what I know from my friends, they like to keep like their friends and their relationships kind of more separate. Like their their boyfriend will know their friends but not be like become friends with them. I think that is just a preference on that person because I have groups of friends, mm-hmm. you know, um, heterosexual relationships where, you know, like I'm either friends with the guy or the girl introduces us to their, you know, current or like past relationship, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I end up hanging out with the significant other. We end up hanging out with the significant other. Yeah. It's literally just a preference. If yeah. they want to keep it separate from them or they want, you know, they want you in their world as well. It's just, it's just, an, you know, some people are like that, I guess, because they want to keep things interesting in a relationship because I they don't guess. want to be all the time. You but know? I think there is a dynamic too. Like, for example, like if two women are in a relationship and they're like, oh, we're having a girls' night with our friends. Like a lot of the times their partner will come with them as well. And you have the girls' night together. It's not like, oh, like, hey, bye, honey, we're going on a girls' night and you're really just sitting other behind. So we were together a lot more because we share interests. We share, you know, we're both right. girls. So I felt like we had to develop not only a relationship, but a friendship as, as well, well beside it, like yeah. a strong friendship. That's why it was easy to make the transition from relationship to friendship because there was already a, a big foundation of the friendship. Right. I knew her friends and I was friends with her friends as right. well. And like, you know, we did our hobbies together and stuff when we hung out and did a lot more things than just like, you know, going on dates and whatever. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. And to touch base with what Steven said about preferences, it really is all about preferences. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. look at me and my other ex. Yeah. I'm friends with his friends. I've actually grown really close to his friends that they're mm-hmm. my friends now they're my family yeah yeah we see each other every weekend right so yeah. like it's all about preferences yeah for sure and i kept him away from my friends because none of my friends <laughs> yeah, like that, like, we don't know yeah. <laughs> i've never yeah. met this man that's the thing yeah <laughs> tasha <What>? steven and i <laughs> no we're still friends because she her ex is yeah. one of my bestest friends oh <laughs> and uh that did not end well. Uh, but yeah, I still have... And you know, yeah. the greatest thing about this is that my friend knows that Tasha and I are still cool. We're yeah. still close, you know? And no animosity whatsoever, mm-hmm. you know? Because that issue is not between me and the two of them. It's them, and that's completely separate. But let me just, let's just exchange <laughs> I have another point to like as well. Go ahead. So what you were saying earlier about like how like you couldn't or I don't know you were talking about your five year relationship. Right. I also think there's a big difference between long term relationships and like more short term relationships. Yes. Like our relationship was so so short. I feel like we've been friends longer, but maybe not. I don't know. Anyway. What? what? I think I think. Um, oh, at uh, this yes. point, you have been friends. I feel like we've been friends longer than we yeah. were in a relationship. Yeah. So like. The fact that our relationship was so short that made the transition even easier. But if you were in like a serious long-term relationship with someone for like five years, it's not as easy to make that transition. Maybe not even be possible because you have so much history and you like kind of built a life together in a sense. We never had that. Like our relationship didn't really flourish into an actual relationship relationship because there wasn't time for it to. So it made that a lot easier. Yeah, but also I would like to disagree because I, we've only really been like platonic friends for two months. Sp- drinking this fucking tea. So that's what y'all been doing in the other room. What the fuck? No, no. No, I mean like 
just like strictly no like strictly platonic, platonic friends oh, for two months because no, we, shut the fuck up because <laughs> we started talking in February right February 10th I remember we started talking yeah, Feb- yeah February 10th mm-hmm. and then we were like oh how are you and then right off the bat we started flirting mm-hmm. and then February 10th to like September we were kind of a thing mm, I don't know we there were, there were like, moments where it was and then it wasn't like the first time that you broke up with me. And then, then the second time, I don't know, I feel like... We were, oh, the first time I broke up with you, we were friends for like two weeks, and then we were back again. Yeah. I don't know. It's just messy. But no. Wow. I guess so, but like, still, like, I just, maybe, okay, so the point wasn't that we've been friends longer now. It feels like we've been friends longer, just because I feel like our friendship is stronger obviously now because yeah. we've known each other we know each other a lot better so like, I feel like the friendship is more memorable in my mind the rest of it kind of feels like it was a blink and then it was over you know right. like, it doesn't feel so significant anymore not, not significant no, that's I, not I, that's what I mean <laughs> I just mean that it was like it I was short like it was still short that, but I still like, get the best girlfriend the friendship eclipses the relationship right? excuse me excuse I, me we're even not, you said it you're like, hey, you're the best girlfriend I've ever had. Ew. I would never say that. Yes, you did. I, I would go. Yes, you I did. I would stay the fuck out anyway, of this one. That's As not the I point. Saying, the point is that there's a difference between five years and like two yes. months. One and month. And because this one, months. it's like what you were saying, your friendship, it's easy. It, it, it easily eclipses the relationship. Exactly. Because it felt like, you know, like not even just that it was longer. It's just that you develop a stronger foundation as friends. Exactly. As That's what I mean. So, not that I'm saying it's not possible for people who are in a long-term a relationship harder. to be friends. It's a lot longer. Right. And I think it's it's necessary to take time apart for a long time, too, before you can rekindle the friendship. Because it would make it really hard, I think. We text like, my ex, hey, so maybe in three years we can be friends Yeah, <laughs> maybe in three years, you know? Yeah. yeah, like, that's also me with my other ex, too. Like, I, I continued to see him, even though we broke up, because I wanted to stay friends with him, because... We have the same friends right. that we see every weekend. Right. So I'm like, I have to stay friends with him. But now I blocked him from Facebook. I'm like, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do this. And that's good. You can't watch the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like I blocked him from Facebook because I'm like, I can't do this. Like I need time away from him, right. so that I can be friends with him platonically, mm-hmm. because. Like actually, like be friends with him with no other kind of emotions entailing it. Yes. So it's like I have to block him and I have to not talk to him and not have him have an access to talk to me anytime he wants, so that I can finally get rid of all of those emotions, all of those feelings, and just be strictly friends with him and only feel platonic feelings for him see that's the that's what i was talking about because their relationship was a long-term relationship it was like three years our relationship was a lot shorter so it was easier to get over like i heard a quote it was like the relationship times two is how long it takes you to get over it or something bitch no half half oh half, sorry half. god times two half half of the length see of the you in 10 years <laughs> half of the time half yeah half, half of the relationship is how long it takes for you to get over it yeah so three years a year and a half but for like, but I got over it in ten one, months. One month is like one month. Mm. 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 Right. Mm. I hate you guys. Two mm. months, one month. So, the, the so it's, yeah. So two and a half years. So it's almost been two and a half years for me. Yeah. 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 
See? I'm getting there. I like it's a theory and I, I feel it's obviously different for every person. It's not gonna it's not gonna you know like a fix for every person. It's gonna take a that's that much amount of time. It, but I think I would just find it funny because it's like taking away from um you know, like just how people are with friendships and stuff. It's I always ask myself, why do I feel like I, I really, really, really want to have a friendship with my ex? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I feel so strongly about, oh, I need to be friends with my ex one day. It doesn't matter how long it takes. And for a lot of people, they, they start to think like, it's because you're not over your ex. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's no. not about that. No. Like for me, it's like... No, it's because you share the history. Yeah. You guys right. went through a lot together. Yeah. And like just letting go of a person that you've been with through like a lot of shit. They've gone to hell and back with. It's not easy letting go. It's not easy saying okay goodbye. Right. It's you want to keep them like you. You will get that sense of feeling that you want to keep them in your life just because you've already you've had so many so much history with them. You invested and a lot in yeah, them. Yeah, you've invested. You've invested so much of yourself mm-hmm. into them. So to you, there's somebody precious. There's somebody precious that you want to keep in your life, even if just as a friend. So I think that's why you want to be friends with your ex. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well <laughs> You know what? I'll, I'll just say this, and I don't think a lot of people are able to say this about their exes, but I just really genuinely believe my ex is one of the best people that I've ever met. Oh, that's nice. That's cute. And that's how, you know, like... Yeah. I feel bad because a lot of people would be like, you're an idiot, you're a fucking idiot. Like, look about this time, what about this, and what about that time? It's like... I think I have debunked it. That time was my OCD. That time was my OCD. That time was my OCD. Yeah. You know? And I think that's why it really hurts. But don't put it all on yourself either, because I'm sure that there were... I mean, you know, the thing is, like, my ex owned up to the communication part, because that was the biggest thing, right? It was communication. Um, But, again, I have to stress the fact that being in a relationship with somebody who is mentally unstable is very difficult. Yeah. That for a person who has had no experience in relationships, like this was also my ex's first real, real, real relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For somebody to put themselves through that, how can you not call that person amazing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, God, I just said that on Facebook Live. My goodness. <laughs> I am a, I'm a simp. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. If you are a type of person... Who is not showy and don't text much and don't calls at all. Oh, and doesn't call at all. Should I feel special that they called me on my birthday? No, because it's your <laughs> birthday. Okay, mm-hmm. there's more inclination. Feel special if they call you on a random Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Don't feel special if they call you on a birthday. They call you on a birthday is because it says on their alarm or Facebook, yeah. right? Yeah. That yeah. It's this person's birthday. Also, it, um, don't feel special if it's like... Tuesday night feels special. It's like Tuesday in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna lay in bed like, what should I do? Well, I mean, they're busy. Mm. I know, but like, if it's in the middle of the night, not the middle of the night, like you know, like seven p.m. Like seven p.m. Dinner yes, time. That's good. Yeah. Right. But it's true. Yeah, birthdays, like special occasions like that. Oh, even of if I'm gonna think of you. Yeah. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. They're t- they're thinking of you. Even if I have told you I ain't showing any part of my body, what do you call that? Sorry, I'm extra high and enjoying this combo. It's like I'm there. Um, I mean, that's called that's the friendship part Sorry, who was, of yes. friends with benefit. Who was saying that comment? I can't see. Dasha, oh, okay. Dasha, Dasha. It's 
friends it's the friends part of with benefits the friends part is the one that greets you the benefit part is the one that fucks you <laughs> why yeah. are you saying it so awkward because I said farts instead of parts <laughs> <laughs> and I was like wait too many F's in this alright and that more than an hour call was not my birthday because I didn't answer his call on my birthday but that was intended for your birthday yes and that would have happened on your birthday if you picked it up mm-hmm. right so again we need to stop putting meanings into things that had no meanings, right? Yeah. Or things that are, we can't make a mountain out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. This was a happy birthday. This will last for an hour call on your birthday. Mm-hmm. But because you didn't pick up, this will now happen on the fifth day after your birthday when you finally pick up my call. Yes. And don't don't put a meaning behind it unless they give it a meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I think that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It makes sense in my head. I don't ever want to be friends with my ex, but that's because my longest relationship was three months, unlike yours, Steven. That's so nice to hear that you speak good things about your ex. You know, Dasha, you might not want to hear this right now, live on Facebook, but your ex had only really good things to say about you as well. Aww, that's nice. Don't cry! And this is why I am still friends, you know, with you. Not just because you and I have a really good relationship together, but... There was no toxicity on his end at all. Because I feel like that's what really happens when people stop being friends with people's exes. Yeah. When they start hearing all the negatives. Yeah. What they've done. All this, all that. Yeah. And I, I can assure you this man had never. You know, maybe like once when you guys were in a fight, complained about it. But ever since the breakup, it has never been like that. It's nice that you didn't feel like you had to take a side. And no, and you know, this is what's That's great really about great. Dasha and her ex is they're both very mature. They're both, they're both your, um, how do I say it? It's like your friend's friend, you know, like not, not yeah. friends, not like friend of a friend, but like they're your friend's friend. Like they're yeah. like, they are like, no, go ahead because I know that this person makes you happy. Yeah. Stay friends with that That's person. Great. Mm. Very supportive. I love them both. All right. Tim. Can you vape in my room? Is there weed in it? No. Oh, I don't it's know how vape works. Yeah, sure. It doesn't smell, right? No. Okay. Well, it smells like berries. Oh, yeah. that's fine. Uh, my friend Jerry always fucking vapes here. Tim, I'm jealous of y'all. I wish I could have friendships with my exes. But one way or another, at least for me, life happens and you just grow apart. All I can really do is wish the best for them and hope they find what they're looking for. That, oh, that's nice. Oh, nice. Tim. Um... If you're still with us, it's like a seance. Are you still with us? If you're still, Tim, are you with us? Are you still with us? Spirit of the glass. Um, um, how long were you and your ex together for? And while we wait on that answer, we're, gonna, we're just gonna yeah. go back um, to us. To be honest, she thought that she wouldn't see me again because, um, because despite the fact that we haven't known each other for a year yet. I've gotten really close with her family. Mm. I'm close with her mom, mom yeah, and I'm yeah. close with her sister. Her sister treats me like her sister. Yeah. So, and I'm really close with her mom. Like sometimes I'd go to, over to their house. She'd be in her room. I'd be in the balcony hanging out with her mom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like she would come out and be like, "Mom, stop stealing my friends," kind of thing. <laughs> so it's like, so it's she, true. Yeah. So when her mom moved out. I think for some reason she thought that I was only visiting to like see her mom. Yeah. <laughs> I so, didn't. I didn't really think that. A part of me yeah. wondered if you'd come around as much, you know. Yeah, like so. Like once her mom moved out, 
she told me she opened up to me she told me like yo i'm scared that you i'm not gonna see you again i'm like why so it's like because i feel like you want to come here to really see my mom like, what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> like what do you mean that's an ocd thought i'm sorry this yeah. for me it would be ocd thought for her it would be intrusive yeah. thoughts your yeah. girl only wants to hang out with your mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like she really thought that she wouldn't see me as much anymore because yeah. her mom isn't around anymore it's like right. bitch what the fuck like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like maybe i'm not fun enough maybe i'm not entertaining enough i don't know like no. just date my mom <laughs> oh my god no like i love your mom and everything like mm-hmm. i love hanging out with your mom but like i also like hanging out with you yeah. yeah like you know me if i don't like hanging out with you i'm gonna tell you like if you ask me to hang out with you i'm gonna be like no thank you that's the thing is that i mean it helps you is the fact that she's so honest like you know even though i have those paranoid thoughts sometimes right. when it comes down to it, i do know that like she's gonna be honest and if she doesn't want me around or she thinks you know we can't be friends anymore for whatever reason that she's gonna tell me so i don't have to torture myself but i do anyway because mental health mental health yeah. you know i it's get the it yeah it's the <laughs> oh my goodness anxieties <laughs> and harm ocd yep. fucking worst thing ever mm. oh man that was so you guys see yourself still being friends for a long time i hope so I, yeah I, so, I mean right? i don't see any reason why we can't be but i mean there's still like hurdles we have to go over you know mm-hmm. like when one of us moves on how is that going to be and how's it going to affect our friendship you know Ooh. That's whoa hold on wait what what i didn't really think about that wait a minute i think about it because i have because i have anxiety if you move on you start dating somebody i'm gonna give you like my full honest opinion of them if i don't yeah. like the if i don't like the vibe the person's giving i'm like yo i don't like that person but th- that's not what i mean about that yeah, i mean like oh. is the person that you or i dating gonna be okay with us hanging out as much as we do like mm-hmm. are they gonna be like oh that's your ex and you're hanging out with them all the time well then don't tell them that i'm your ex <laughs> oh, i can't lie you know yeah. i can't lie I'm oh, a bad liar. Nice. But I mean, I, like, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone who is, like, jealous of my friend. I, like, even if they're my ex, like, I can tell. If I tell them, honestly, like, there's something going on between us and they don't believe me, obviously I don't want to be with them. Right. But I'm just yeah. saying that some, you know, that it's a possibility it could happen. Not even just that. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to be the person that lies about something so simple because no. then it can snowball into things. True. And it would just not be a good idea because then eventually it'll come, the truth will come out sometimes. Someone yeah. will mention it. Oh, you'll, you'll yeah. like come over and then you'll be like, remember this time? And someone will be like, like, what? You didn't, you told me they were just your friend and blah, blah, blah. And it just blow up in my face. That's why I don't lie. Yeah. Okay. Well, like if that's the case, if they're like, oh, I'm not comfortable with you hanging out with them, like, da da da. Either you compromise with them, and yeah. you just tell me, I'm like, hey, so this per- uh, the person I'm dating is this and that. I will understand completely, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But like, I'm like, hey, I can't hang out with you anymore because uh, they don't want me to. I'm, I'm like, yo, what kind of friend yeah. you are? Like, okay, fuck no, off no, no. then. I wouldn't do that, but I don't know. It's still, I'm just saying it's still something that we haven't experienced yet since our, you know, friendship, you know. Right. Why were you putting air quotes in the real friendship? She I don't know. Not. She I, did. She, she did. wasn't supposed to be air, air quotes. I just mean like, I meant like, because I was including the times where we weren't exactly friends. That's Yo, why. this is like, a our mess. friendship hasn't lasted. Hasn't, this is also the longest been. episode I've done. We are running at one hour and ten seconds. Oh, I mean, no. That's how long. That's how long I've. Okay, wait, Tim. Tim's here. Okay, Tim. Tim. Tim's All right, so Tim has been okay two years with, with his with his ex. After moving in together, oh, we became more like roommates than partners, and decided it best to call it quits and be friends. We stayed friends and slowly stopped talking to each other. But now he has a new partner. They actually just bought a house together. In another state, so I'm happy for him. 
Why did I get sad reading that? <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling sad for him. But you maybe know, he doesn't feel sad about it at all. No, I mean, he's clearly happy about yeah. it. But I guess he was just saying that he wishes he still had the kind of friendship that you guys had with his mm. ex. Right? Um, but I guess that's just how it is when people move. Right? It's not so much, you know... I mean, it's hard to say what the other person's intentions are. But... I'm just really glad that you have this healthy outlook on that because you can't beat yourself up over losing a friend, especially when they start dating other people, like mm-hmm. what you have said. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's so different. So just hang in there, Tim. Like, I really hope you guys figure it out. I hope, you know, when this episode comes out, you can just post this on your wall and maybe your ex will see it. Tag your ex. Talk about it. (laughs) Tag your ex. It's a minute. Tag your ex. It's it's an hour and four. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's an hour and 14 minutes into the show where I talk about you. (laughs) Just rewind a bit. An hour and 10 minutes. All right. Dasha, usually there's a reason why partners get jealous of your friends. Mm. You either said something or they saw something that has malice. Always fucking trust your gut. How do you ladies feel about this? Oh, I've been there. I've been there, done that. Um, yeah, like I have, uh, like with my previous ex before her, I did not like his best friend. And I was, I was wondering, I was like, why do I not like her? And then I found out that he was trying to get with her before. Mm. So it's kind of like there's a little history there. And then they became best friends, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, like, whatever. And then, like, just a lot of drama happened uh, that I'm not going to get into. And then, um, I don't know, like, yeah, like, legit, just trust your guts. Like, I thought before it was just, like, my insecurity. But then he kind of, like, provided information that I'm like, okay, it wasn't my insecurity. It was, was, there really was something. But also, there's also another side of that coin where it's like, your partner could just be insecure. Because especially if it's like some, if your partner is somebody that you just met, like you haven't known each other for so long and then you're friends with your ex who you've known for such a long time and you're really close to, they might be insecure about your relationship with your Mm, ex. That's true, yeah. Because you guys are close, you guys know each other very well. So it's kind of like, they know you better than your partner knows you. Mm. So it's, there's that too. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm starting to realize I am the insecure one because my ex. Whew, all right, my ex saw a few things on my phone before or mm. laptop, but it's literally like I, like I'm loyal, like I'm faithful. I would never cheat. I'm not that kind of person. Um, and my ex was so nonchalant about it. And I mistook that as, oh, because my ex is doing the same thing. And then I had this MO where I was out to get my ex. Like, yeah. I can prove. Not understanding that, well, first of all, that's my OCD talking. Yeah. You know, second of all, why can't, why couldn't I have seen it as my ex just trusts me? Yeah. You know? So, uh, regarding what um, Dasha was saying about, like, you know, like, reasons why your partners get jealous, I, I believe that. But at the same time, with the whole malice thing, it really is, it really does boil down to the insecurity. Yeah. Right? Because you're in a relationship, you're supposed to be able to trust that person. Yeah. If something you see like that, like, and I guess it's different too, right? Like if you mm-hmm. see them actually actively texting, that's, you know, yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a no. Yeah. That's just a no. Yeah. But if it's just somebody else sending them something 
with no response from your partner, then it's a you problem if you start being all, oh, what is the meaning of this? Yeah. Well, well, I yeah. told you this person just sent me this. Yeah. I never sent anything back. I don't want to. It's, you know, but that becomes really hard mm-hmm. because your gut will tell you, no, they've been messaging before. They've been doing this. Mm-hmm. This person's going to keep doing this to you. But logically, yeah. you don't know. You'll never know, right? Yeah. So that's where, you know, as much as I want to say, do trust your guts, trust your instincts, my instincts have led me somewhere else. Yeah. To the point where that's when my relationship started unraveling. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, I'm a a strong believer in gather your evidence (laughs) before actually making a decision on it. Mm -hmm. Because that, I feel like, is what brings people down. Like, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I kind true. of. It's, <laughs> true. it's true. But yeah, like I even told her about my ex, like uh, Fatima, that I was like, "Hey, my um, my other best friend Fatima really wants to meet you." And then I'm like, "But she is my ex. Mm-hmm. Like we used to date." Right. So I opened up to her about mm-hmm. it, but and then I also clarified that like there's nothing going on between us anymore. Like that is all in the past she has a girlfriend like we're just platonically friends right. and she understood yeah i'm glad that she was open about that and didn't try to hide it and be like oh yeah you know because that would have that would have been just <laughs> if kind of i like, found yeah. out somehow other way you know it would have been it would have seemed sketchy but yeah so my question now okay cause we are kind of running out of time we've yeah. been out of time you know this has been a great show this has been a great topic we should do this more often um but before we go, I do want to ask. Mm-hmm. When you guys start dating somebody else and you find out that they are still good friends with their ex and they dated for four years, five years, six years, yeah. how would you guys feel about that? For me, as long as they can prove to me that their romantic relationship is in the past and they're just good friends now, then I'm okay with it. So you would still go ahead knowing that? Yeah, I'd still go ahead knowing that. But as soon as I see something funny going on, like a little flirting, flirting. But what if that's their if kind of relationship? What if they're just very, like, they're very fucking flirty? Yes, but you're, you gotta understand, you're in a relationship with somebody else okay. now. Mm-hmm. You have to stop that out of respect for your partner. If you don't stop that, I will drop you. What if it's one of those things where... How do I say this? Um, like, really friendly type of flirting. Like, you're just a flirt. Like, you would just... What up, sexy? That kind of shit. Would that bother you? Would you say yes, why you Yes, it would. Okay. I'm a jealous person. Okay. <laughs> it would bother me. Alright, what about you, Em? How do you um, feel about the whole... It's kind of hard to give an answer because I don't see myself in a relationship, like, for years and years and years and years. Right. So I feel like, at this moment, I wouldn't be... I don't know. I'm. I think I'm a. I'm a very insecure person. I have a lot of mental health struggles, of course. So right now, and like the me who does date again in the future, how we see it will be very different. I think. Nope. So it really does depend. But right now, you and, would just be like. And this, the thing too is that, like you know, with girls, 
that they treat their friends like that way, you know? That's what I'm saying, so that's the yeah. Thing. So it's different. It's yeah. very different. Like, that's how the people, like, that's how people are with their friends. Like, they always, they say that, you know? That. So it's just, I don't know. I don't know how I would feel about it. And you know what? This is great. And I'm so sorry that I said the show was going to end, but I do have to address this. Yeah. Okay? I will say this. This is not a topic on that, but this will be my next topic. <laughs> maybe. Glenn... Are you even asking questions, Glenn? Glenn just said, notice me, senpai. I've been saying... <laughs> I haven't seen I've him. been... Yeah, you have yeah, not asked doesn't... anything, Glenn. What the heck? Glenn, are you trolling? Seriously. I bet you he, like, come out and scroll back on Facebook and said it again. All right, wait. <laughs> Dasha says, for me, if you date one day or 20 years, then don't date me while you're still friends. Oh. Ooh. So she would not date anyone who's friends with their exes? Yeah, ex- exceptions only for exes who has kids together. Oh. Yeah, that's that's important. I'm glad you said oh, that. Gosh. Oh, Glenn. Okay, question, question. Glenn, what is your question? I think that having the ability to be friends with your ex like shows a kind of maturity. You know, I think I think it's a good sign, like the yeah. fact that they can be mature and get I over those agree. things. But I also, totally what agree. kind of friendship it is? Well, and, yeah, and of you, course, it depends on what kind of friendship. But but this is why, like we said earlier, it's preference. Yeah. Right, every person is different. There is no right or wrong answer. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people. He literally said the word "question." That's it. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, I can't read. All it. right, forget it. What does it say? He is trolling us. I'm sorry. No, um, man is just trolling. No, it's going strong. Okay, but like what you oh. know, going back to what Dasha said, like she would never be friends. Oh, she would never date somebody who is still friends with their ex. Yeah. Um. That's just what she likes. Yeah. Right? And there are other people out there who sees it the same way she does. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I feel like, Dasha, I really hope you find that person. Because at the end of the day, no matter how amazing this person is, if that is an issue, and I don't think you're this kind of person, but I've seen a lot of people do this, where they force their partners to cut that person off yeah i don't care i don't care if nothing's happening i don't like when people are still friends with their exes Mm -hmm. that is unfair Mm -hmm. that's where i start to say you know what it doesn't matter how great of a a relationship you guys have if that in itself is an issue then you're not the right person for each other yeah at all exactly Mm -hmm. for you to start asking a person to change something or change their values and beliefs that to me that's no, no. a real big red flag. It is. Glenn, yes, Glenn, Glenmar underscore Mikulob. G-L-E-N-N-M-A-R underscore M-I-C-U-L-O-B. Cut my hair. That's on Instagram, by the way. I think he's saying this because he wants me to plug his haircut abilities. <laughs> um, you know, he's super safe. He can drive to your place. Just make sure that you are quarantined for 14 days. Uh- <laughs> This message has been sponsored by Glenn. <laughs> and it's, I mean, I do look great. For people yeah. who are listening to the podcast, you can't see it. But damn, I look like I am a Korean drama star. Yes. No, I had the glasses. Damn. On the show. Oh, fucking. Okay. <laughs> oh, and we lost two viewers from that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Damn. All right. How many <laughs> viewers do we have? I can't see. We have eight so far. We had ten, but then people left <laughs> when like, I started seeing that. Okay, yeah. Dasha, don't worry. Whenever I see something like that, I don't ask them to change or cut other people. I cut myself out from it. It is true. That has that's always good. been. And that's, you know, I yeah. feel like this, a lot of people need to take 
more of an initiative like that, mm-hmm. right? Because they know that that's not what they want. Yeah. And they're saving the other person time as well. I clap, I clap, I clap, I clap. Um, but yeah, you know what? For me, I am one of those rare people where as long as I know it's in the past, mm-hmm. be my fucking guest. Because at the yeah. end of the day, guess what? I am coming into their yeah. lives. Who am I to change that whole entire exactly. dynamic because of my insecurities? Yeah, exactly. Because I know for me, that will be coming from insecurities if I feel that's that type of way about a person. Exactly. That's, right? that's what it is. It's all about insecurity. It's all about trust, you know? Like exactly. You can't, every person has something, you know, that maybe you don't like so much. Yeah. Everyone has baggage. So yes. you have to see what you can and can't deal with. And if you can't deal with it, like Dasha said, you remove yourself from the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love it. You know what? You guys have been great. I am, unless somebody asks something else, I'm going to have to end this. Oh, NSA, yes, I am part of NSA. We are on Spotify. Our EP just dropped three Fridays ago. If you type NSA, NSA on Spotify or NSA, say no more. That is her third single. (laughs) How does one deal with other people's baggage? Now that, you got to be specific because you could be talking about like, what kind of baggage? Like a luggage at an airport. You could be talking about like anything blood, else. bag. Right? But for now, our topic is about exes and being friends with your exes. Mm-hmm. You know, the dynamic with relationships after. Mm-hmm. But yes, you know what? This has gone on for too long. Oh my goodness, this is a long ass... Should I cut this and like split into two episodes? Yeah, you're gonna have to make like, like, part right? one or this two. Is, this is... No, you're gonna have to make three. Because oh, isn't no. your... 40 minutes, 40 minutes, 40 minutes, so 40 you know, minutes it's not bad, bad, not bad. I thought your loaded time was like 30. No, no, it's okay. It's an hour and 20, okay, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it can be friends or loved ones. I mean... In general? It's funny because Glenn will never say what the problem is because he has all of his friends and family <laughs> on Facebook. Um, the baggage she's saying could be friends or loved ones. Okay, so you know what, let's yeah. deal with your ex's baggage then. Yeah. If they bring baggage into... If, okay, for you guys, mm-hmm. when you broke up and restarted this friendship, how were you able to deal with each other's baggage? Because I know the dynamic will shift from, I have to care about this person because they are my significant other, to I have to care about this person to a certain extent because they are my friend. Um, for me, because it's really easy for me to set boundaries. Yes. I was able to transit. Oh, I love it. Transition. Next call. Next Got something in my mouth. But like, um, I was able to to transition from it really easily, because mm-hmm. as soon as it was cut off, I was able to step back and be like, okay, now. I don't need to solve any of her problems. I can give her advice. I can give her suggestions. I can give her support when she needs it. But other than that, I am not going to 100% go out of my way and change and just drop everything and change my way of life to help her. Yeah. Because she has to deal with this on her own. Okay. 
Yeah, like it wasn't like I cared less about her problems than I did before, but it was the way I handled it. Like the removing the label in that relationship kind of took the pressure off me. So like for example, when she's upset, she doesn't tell people about what's upsetting her. She just like isolates yep. herself or whatever. And that used to really bug me. I mean, it still bugs me, but not to the same extent. Whereas I would try to try to pressure her to open up and say, you yeah. know, what's happening? Because I want to help you. But now if she does that. I'm just like, okay, like if she wants to talk to me, she will. And I don't feel the pressure to like figure out what's wrong and make sure she's okay. And like, you know, obviously if she reaches out and she needs help, I'm there for her. But it's not. I know it's not my responsibility alone to figure out what's wrong and solve it. Okay. Yeah, because like when we were in a relationship, I know she was having a hard time because I do not open up to people. I don't like asking for help. I will deal with my shit my way. Mm-hmm. And I will sit on it and like think about it. But like I don't tell people what my problem is. I'll tell them like I'm going through some that's it. Yeah. I mean that's how I fucking deal with your shit here at home. Like sometimes you would just disappear into the abyss and then all of a sudden you come out I need to make coffee. And it's like <laughs> are you okay, girl? <laughs> And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes I wake up at 5 a.m. to... <laughs> oh, the, the, the dog video? <laughs> Sorry, inside joke, guys. Oh, um, you know, I love you, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never let that go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. but I totally get it. Because that is how I deal with it, too. Mm-hmm. Can't really... Actually, sometimes a bitch at her. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is bitch to me. He is, yeah, he has time. yelled at me more than any of my friends has. <laughs> well, I did bitch at her one time because she it was like she went too far, where she was just like not talking to me at all for like weeks and didn't tell me why and that she was upset. And I was like, yeah, and she apologized. She's like, oh well, you know, just does ask that, me. Now, does that have something to do with the fact that you used to date her, or was that just you being a bitch? <laughs> no, that was just her just closing herself off to everybody. But yeah. I took it personally and thought she was just closing off to me because mm. she didn't yeah. come and say, oh, I'm not feeling good, so I'm not okay. doing talking to anybody. But I was just like, yeah, you know. That was just you being you and you thinking. <gasps> me thinking it, yeah. was a, it was a me problem because she was closing herself off, but then realizing later after I talked to her that like it wasn't her thing. Well, this I mean, is great. Really I feel like you now both have a great understanding mm-hmm. of how you guys are. Yeah, I understand actually. more how she works, especially like yeah. now, especially than before. Yeah, I'm a very complicated person. You truly, truly are. <laughs> I was trying to say that as a joke. What do you mean? Not really complicated. Like I couldn't guess what her answer was gonna be to like eighty percent of my texts. So that's true. Well, that's because Some I don't. I don't like to text. Yeah, she has like five answers. Oh my God, you're so deflective. Anyway, all right. One last thing. Okay, Glenn, we're gonna save that for next time. You know what? That'll be your next topic on our next episode. Love languages, right? Money. Oh my God. <laughs> Start your OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> Tim, request for a future podcast, rejection and how you deal with it. Oh, definitely. Crying. I am the king of rejection. Not because I reject people. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Because I reject myself. Same. <laughs> right? And uh, that, I think, is the biggest, I feel like the, our mm-hmm. growth is understanding that people don't necessarily reject us because we reject ourselves before they even get a chance to. Yeah, eat. exactly. Right? I just stop giving a fuck. And there's the podcast yeah. that you wanted in five seconds. Rejection answered. Um, anyways, this has been so much fun, guys. I actually really don't want to end this. Reject yeah. me, Sempa. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, Glenn, you know what? You know what? I can reject you. Remember, remember when you gave me a line on my hair? When you first cu- uh, cut my hair and I asked you for a line? 
and instead you balded me. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just gave him a shout out. Now you're like ruining his reputation. I'm not ruining the reputation. You know why? Because if you see my hair now, I was his guinea pig. I was his fucking guinea pig. Okay, like I look amazing now. Thank you. But that did not, you know, no pain, no gain. Gotta start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Gotta start bald. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me a parking space. I asked for a sidewalk and I got a parking space. Thank oh you, God. Glenn. Mariah, my debit card got rejected. This is not the right topic, guys. <laughs> Please stay within the parameters of our topic. Breaking down the breakdown about exes, not your debit card getting rejected, but that is sad the worst time ta- when was okay you know since we're on this topic you know what i'm sorry guys this is credit cards debit cards? i'm probably not gonna upload no i have to upload this on spotify yeah. i'll just cut at a certain point but yeah. we are you know what anyway you can just edit it yeah, I'll just edit yeah, yeah, yeah. It. worst place where your debit card has been rejected who knows buying my timberland boots oh no you're buying what my timberland boots oh i was buying it i went to like b2b and i was like i got money and I'm like, bitch, when I tell you, I went there, I was so confident, and I'm like, yes, I would like to buy this. And I was like, over $200. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, I would like to buy this. I'm like, okay, that's $200. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, credit card, please. And then I went, and it's like, declined. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. It, wrong card. I'll be right back. <laughs> and I never, and I never went back. You never I never returned. Okay, Emily. I think LCBO was probably the worst for me because I was just like, I was just, it was just bad because I'm just like there. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get this, blah, 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 and then it just declines. I'm like, well, okay, bye, and it's left. And also, the grocery store is pretty bad because we have like a hundred dollar yeah. grocery order. Oh my god! You're about yeah. to get all that. Everything's bagged up, and then it's just like declining. You're like, never mind. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just the worst. Because then you have to put everything back. Yeah. <laughs> for it's me. Sad. I will never forget this. I used to work at Bench at Fairview Mall. Yeah. And I, everybody who knew me back in 2011, 2012 knew I lived paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Okay? I used to pay $350 for rent. I would only work maybe 15 to 20 hours a week because I was lazy. Um, so I literally would not have enough for certain days. Mm, yeah. Now I thought I got paid this one Friday. I thought <laughs> I got paid. Bitch, you thought. I went down to McDonald's for breakfast and I got two McDoubles. No. And I paid for with my breakfast. debit card. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want I didn't like I didn't like the breakfast. it was too expensive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, McDoubles back then was like like a dollar and twenty five or something. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I got two McDoubles. Decline. Two fifty. Yeah, I think it is the worst getting declined for a small amount. I said, I said, I said, Oh, can I say one McDouble? <laughs> Decline. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, that sucks so bad. The person was looking at me and was like, Can I just have water, please? No. I just had to be honest. I was like, I thought it was payday. <laughs> I go back up. I ask my manager. I'm like, Hey, we didn't get paid today. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a delay in the payroll. <laughs> Have you seen those memes, Steven? There's like a, there's like a, your car gets declined memes. It's like when your car gets declined and the, and the subway sandwich person starts disassembling the sandwich in front of you. <laughs> it's like when your car declines at the, um, when you're giving birth and they just put the baby back in. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, that's it's so painful. Up. That's 
That's o'clock. messed up. All right. Well, Glenn says his was at a KFC Toonie Tuesday special. Oh, no. Glenn, this is why you and I are really great friends. Both rejected for food. Anyway, that was that. We've entertained that. Thank you so much, guys. Honestly, it's been a blast. I'm sorry for the listeners that this kind of took a turn. Not just because it's so fucking long, but also because, damn, we started to get off topic. But, all over the place. again, thank you to Christine and Emily for proving that even though you are exes, you can still be friends, even though it's really short. <laughs> yes. But, again, tune in for next time. This is Steven Diego. You were listening slash watching Breaking Down the Breakdown. Can I shout out my show? Oh, yes! Oh, my God! How can I forget? Christine yeah, over here hosts with the amazing Thea. Now I know who Thea is, I can finally accept her friend request on Facebook. She added me <laughs> year, I think like a year ago, and I was like, who is this person? Bro. Not realizing I actually do know the person. Oh I God. feel like shit. Thea Ramona's crew, see, I know your full name. <laughs> and Christine has a show on Kumu, right? Yes. Kumu, so it's a, it's an app um, where you can go live and stream. It's mainly for, Fil- it's mainly like a lot of Filipino, um, Filipino content. Sounds it- Filipino. Kumu. Yeah, it's short for Kumusta. Kumusta. Sir, Kumusta starts with A. You can spell it Yeah, you can interchange it. Filipino language! Mm-hmm. But There's a lot of words that you can just spell it I'm Filipino, how do I not know this? But yeah, so it's Kumo. Um, it's a pretty new app. It's only been... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! But like, it's a pretty new app. Like, it's only been around for like a few years. And uh, yeah, so we have a show every Tuesday night, 8pm Eastern Standard Time, until 930 uh, we do talk about different topics. Uh, it's usually like sensitive topics that people don't really like talking about. Like and the nipples. <laughs> your what? No. Nipples. Your nipples? Oh, yeah, yes, we talk about actually. It's yeah, we talk about Steven's nipples and how how they're uh, sensitive. Nipples. Yes. <laughs> oh, but yeah, topics. so like like um, just this week, uh, last Tuesday, we just talked about mental illness and the stigma around it. In Philippines and in also mm, in our culture, really good. And we the week before that we talked about um, how much your elder can say about your future, about what career you should go into, and things like that. Next week we are going to talk about racism within our culture and in general. Yes, yeah, so it is. You can follow her because it's uh, she's always the one hosting it, and then I just go up on it. Uh, you can follow her. It's Miss Little. And you can also follow me. It's just another Asian. There is no E on another. And yeah. So just follow us. Uh, tune in every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't know the other time zones, but like figure it out. Amazing. Nothing <laughs> like plugging your talk show on my motherfucking talk show. <laughs> All right. Emily, do you want to have shout outs before um, we go? Nope. I have no shout outs. I have nothing to plug. I don't do anything with my life. I'm just here. But thanks so much, Stephen, for having me. And I look forward to you know being on your show again, hopefully. Of course you will. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. Before we go, Mariah, I'll tune in for sure. More power, guys. Thank you. Pinoy Vibes Toronto. Woohoo! When are you guys going to get my band to be interviewed again? Mariah? Yeah? We're down. We're itching. We just released a new EP. We kind of want that plug. <laughs> Um, Tim got rejected paying for dinner for a client at a nice restaurant. Oh, no. Dinner set off a fraud alert. <gasps> okay, I'm sorry. That takes the fucking cake. Jesus. Tim. Tim. 
That sucks, my dude. All I right. hope that doesn't happen to you again. Tim is going to be my next guest <laughs> about rejections in relationship and financial. <laughs> financial rejections. Shout me out. Glenn Mikulov, my drummer. Amazing drummer. Amazing barber. Shouting you out. Love you. Thank you for being here for me through my harm OCD or, uh, ordeals. You and Dion been nothing but supportive. I love you both. All right. That wraps up the show tonight. Thank you so much. And remember... I always say this after every show. Be compassionate. Okay? Because you never know what the other person is going through. You never know why the other person is such a bitch. <laughs> why the other person is so goddamn rude. Why the other person wants to deck you in the face. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're schizo. You don't know if they have intrusive thoughts. You don't know mm-hmm. if they have OCD. You don't know if they have borderline personality disorder, bipolar, anxiety, depression, everything under the sun. Because you're not psychic and you're not the friends. So... <laughs> The best way you can do is be compassionate. Yes. Because only then will you be able to see the scope of the world and see how you should be treating other people like how you want to be treated. I love y'all. Good night. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. All right. Oh, my God. What the?